0: Heading into the holiday season, you know, good cheer, all that stuff. I I think in reality, we all know that for a lot of people, the holidays can be uh, a very anxious time, right? I mean, it's the time when families come together. In a lot of cases, that's not the easiest thing for people to do. There's, (laughs) we know there can be stressors in everyone's family lives. And I think the holidays amplify them, um, And this year, unfortunately, because of the climate that we're all living in, it looks like, uh, we've got the added stressor of COVID and vaccines for a lot of Canadians. A lot of Canadians are going to have this on their table, so to speak, to deal with as they come up with their holiday plans. And there's been some polling into how Canadians are feeling about this um, done by Leger ACS. So we're going to chat now. Um, with Jack Jedwab, who is president of the, for the Association of Canadian Studies. Jack, thanks very much for joining us to break down some of this polling for us. We appreciate your time today. No problem. It's my pleasure. So I guess, you know, taking a look at the results here, basically bottom line is the majority of Canadians, 57%, are saying they won't invite an unvaccinated person into their home over the holidays. Are you surprised it's that high?
1: Uh, no, I'm not surprised actually. There's a high degree of vigilance on the part of people who uh, have been vaccinated in previous polling we've done. Uh, people who are vaccinated express a high degree of distrust of persons who are unvaccinated. So I think this outcome is reasonably consistent with what we've seen in previous polling around relations between vaccinated Canadians and those who are not vaccinated.
0: And I was kind of surprised to find 75% of the total population vaccinated. Actually, it's more than that, right? I mean, it's it's flirting with 80%. But still, this poll tells us that three-quarters of Canadians know someone who is unvaccinated despite the high vaccination rate. So it's really going to touch on a lot of families this holiday season.
1: Yeah, you'd think so. I mean, it's true about the 80% of us being vaccinated, of course, uh, but that leaves the 20%. And when you think about that in real numbers, right, uh, we're talking about several million yeah. people, if not 5 million people. So we're bound to know someone in our sort of entourage, if you'd like, that isn't vaccinated. We have a new poll, which will be released uh, at the end of the week or next week, that asks people whether they have a family member or a close friend that's uh, not vaccinated. We get 40%. Uh, so it's not 75 which is a much larger sort of uh, uh, reality because we're uh, asking about people that are sort of in your entourage as opposed to close friend or family member but 40 percent too is quite high for a close friend or family member when you think about it
0: so i mean i guess the decision you have to make is what this says what, what you know wh- you're taking a stand knowing it's going to cause probably fireworks for a lot of people um it's a it, people are weighing some pretty heavy difficult decisions here
1: yeah, absolutely, and uh, it extends to uh, issues about participating in uh, celebrations generally where a lot of the vaccinated people, according to the same survey, be reluctant to go to a party where they're not sure that everyone's vaccinated uh, or may maybe someone who's not vaccinated, in other words. And also, we, a fair percentage of Canadians that were divided on that issue uh, would consider uh, asking for proof of vaccination uh, in the event that uh, they're organizing something uh uh, by way of a holiday celebration. So uh, it it certainly is a recipe for tension uh, when one thinks about, again, that uh, the extent to which people know someone out there who's not vaccinated. And as I said in our forthcoming poll, four out of 10 people uh, or persons say that four out of 10 uh, have a close friend or family member who's not vaccinated. Uh,
0: a question I'm going to ask, I don't know if you can answer it. I don't know if you can if you can pull this out of the polling results, Jack, but when we're taking a look at why people are choosing to not invite or not include unvaccinated people, is it because of health concerns or is it because of a fundamental disagreement in in worldview? Because I think it's become that for a lot of people. I mean, it's become so polarized that it's not even necessarily about um, risks of COVID or anything. It's just I don't understand where you're coming from.
1: Yeah, I think it's a combination of both, and it's going to vary by some sociodemographic considerations. You know, if you go into those upper age cohorts, right, a lot of people still have uh, higher rates of health concerns, even where they're vaccinated. Uh, And that's expressed in some of our polling when we ask about the extent to which people are afraid of getting COVID, despite being vaccinated. There's still a high percentage of people who worry about a breakthrough. Uh, virus. Uh, so uh, that's part of it. And I think the other part indeed is uh, ideological, if you'd like. Yeah. It's uh, the fact that you uh, don't want to encourage people who are not vaccinated to feel that the situation is normalized, right? So you'll see high uh, percentage of support continually for vaccine passports, or what they call vaccine mandates, right? So, uh, particularly, obviously, amongst those who are who are vaccinated. Uh, if you're not vaccinated, you don't support such things. So, I think that's where you see what you describe as ideological. It's uh, uh, sort of a, uh, an issue about messaging, it's about uh, helping people understand the importance of being vaccinated and not giving the impression that things are going to be normalized for you right. if you're not vaccinated from the standpoint of those who are vaccinated.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think you're right, Jack. I think that's that's part of it for a lot of people. Uh, interesting insight. We'll chat again as more information becomes available, thanks, Jack. No problem. My pleasure. Take care. You too. That's Jack Jedwab, who is uh, president of the Association for Canadian Studies and uh, uh, involved in this polling. And you know what? I mean, bottom line here, and I don't want to fight and argue with you about the vaccines. We've done that, right? But th- this is just, I think this COVID will go away. And we know that um, sooner or later, its it's going to become whatever it is. The thing that upsets me, and I am more concerned about um, as a member of the human race, is the damage that this has done to um, society in general. This, the, listen to some of these numbers. I'll break it down for the polling. 57% say they would not invite an unvaccinated person into their home. It's highest in BC, 70%. Lowest in Atlantic Canada, 50%. Okay, In um, Alberta, 58% of Albertans say no. They would not invite an unvaccinated person over for the holidays. Um, it goes beyond that. The poll finds that 47% of people were actually willing to ask for proof of vaccination. So not only are you going to say you need to be vaccinated to come, but I'm going to need to see proof that you're vaccinated before you can come over for Christmas dinner. Um, Canadians over the age of 55 are most likely w- are the most likely to be willing to do that, 56%. It slides a bit as people get younger, which I think makes sense. Um, older Canadians, also the least likely to go to an event where they know there would be unvaccinated people. 18% of those over the age of 55 would attend such a party. And then again, that number goes up. The younger people, obviously less concerned, which, which makes sense. People in BC, least likely to attend if they're invited, 24% would go. Um, in Alberta, it's 38% of Albertans would go to an event where they know unvaccinated people will be. 50% of those with kids would invite unvaccinated friends or family compared to 30% of the childless. And 47% would attend a party with unvaccinated people compared to 27% of those without kids. So um, people are going to make their own decisions. And I think you know i i don't have a problem with that if 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 you aren't comfortable with it and you want to do it um fine um if, if, if people are going to make their own decisions and they're going to handle it their own way and i think we need to be as patient as we possibly can be with however people decide what their comfort level is and that's the thing i try and remember is when you take a look at it um the situation is not the same uh every house on your street some people are dealing with different situations that Complicate the decision for them and, and make it a, a different calculation than what's going on in your home, and you don't know necessarily what they're dealing with. Is somebody sick? Is somebody you know compromised? Uh, whatever the case, maybe you don't know. You just don't. So uh, I, I'm not going to judge people if they say we're not doing it, or if they say we are doing it, because you're going to make a decision based on your own personal situation, whatever is comfortable for you, and, and and that's fine. That's the way it needs to be. But you know, in speaking with Jack, I think for a lot of people, it's, it's left the level of. I'm doing this strictly for health reasons and I'm not inviting people over because I'm worried about COVID and I don't want unvaccinated people with COVID. Um, I'm doing this to make a point. I'm doing this because I can't relate to people who, because the gulf between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated has become so wide and so volatile that Um, it's a fight waiting to happen, and that's part of where we are. That's my issue with this, okay? I wouldn't personally, I don't want to have unvaccinated people over. Now, I have medical reasons for that um, with with family members who are immunocompromised, so there's an increased risk there. Um, There's also an increased risk for me. I'm doing a lot of the radio shows over the holiday season here while other people are gone doing what they want to do, and uh, if I get sick, you know, even a cold or whatever the case may be, uh, I've got to get tested and wait, and I'm not allowed in the building, and that causes all kinds of problems for all sorts of people. So I just don't want the hassle. Um, so for me, it's no. I mean, I'm going to hang out with my family. And a lot of you texting, well, the unvaccinated and the vaccinated both spread the virus. Yes, you're right. You're, you're absolutely true. That's very true. We, we've covered this a million times. We don't need to go over that. We know that. The vaccinated can transmit COVID-19. We also know, and you have to accept, if you, if I'm going to accept that the vaccinated can spread it, you have to accept that the window for them spreading it is much, much shorter. Okay. So they, they can transmit the virus. Yes. But the window for them transmitting the virus is shorter. That, that's the difference. So the, the risk is lower than it is in somebody who's completely unvaccinated. But you're right. It can be transmitted by the vaccinated. We understand that. So I just think, you know, this is going to be another holiday season and probably worse than any other one that we've come to, where we're going to see lasting damage done to relationships over this because it's become so political. That's the part that I, there really rationally is no reason for this fight at all. Scientifically. In terms of medical evidence, there's no reason for us to be having this discussion and having this fight. But it's become an us versus them and a political debate where, you know, shields are up and we're we're going at it. And, and there's no way we're going to have a discussion and change minds. It's just bang, bang, bang against the wall. And it's going to get nasty and it's only going to get worse. And I don't know how we repair it.